0: I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You're listening to 8020. It's 25 days of podcasts. I would definitely have to say that I spend about 80% of my time in the 20s. Okay, but like, what does that even mean? Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to our back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode of 8020. You are currently listening to Podmas, which is 25 days of podcast episodes. So if this is the first Podmas installment that you are listening to, be sure to go back and listen to all the ones before this. And they aren't necessarily all correlated, but this episode, and then tomorrow's episode definitely are. So today I'm going to talk about seven ways to show up for yourself, and then tomorrow I'm going to talk about seven ways to show up for other people in your life. So definitely listen to those two back-to-back. As the show has kind of grown over time, there are definitely reoccurring themes, and one of those themes on this show happens to be showing up. And we talk a lot about showing up for yourself, showing up for other people, showing up when it's hard, showing up when it's easy, showing up with everything that you have, showing up empty-handed when you literally have nothing to give. And something for me, especially doing this podma series, is that no matter what I have dedicated, time and energy into showing up for at least one podcast episode, whether it's a full length, whether it's a mini, whether it's a guest, whether it's a journal prompts episode, whether it's whatever I decide to put out that day, I've decided to show up. And you probably have areas of your life where you decide to show up voluntarily, where you are required to show up, where you have trouble showing up, where you are excited to show up, But regardless of those areas, I think one that often goes overlooked is showing up for ourselves, or in this case, showing up for yourself. So I put together a list of seven things that I think are super important ways that you can show up for you today. So grab your pen and paper or jot these down if something speaks to you, or even if you just pick one of these ideas out of all seven and commit to it, that's great too. So first things first is kind of like, you know, laying the groundwork here. You owe it to yourself to show up. You owe it to yourself to be focused, to be consistent, to be disciplined, and to chase after the things that you truly want in life. And you owe it to yourself to spend time getting clarity on what you want in life. So if you are one of those types of people, and this is pretty typical in our 20s, I know that the demographics of this show... Are pretty much people who are like 18 to 24 and then I think the next category is like 25 to 32 maybe that's kind of where we land and so that's literally your 20s plus or minus a few um it's your 20s and kind of a big theme of your 20s is not knowing what's going on and as I get older I'll, pro- I'll probably realize that no one really knows what's going on and that's fine too But I think to some degree, we all kind of know what we like and it's important to get clarity on what you like and what you don't like, and you owe it to yourself to spend time trial and erroring things so you can get clarity on what you want in life. And then you owe it to yourself to spend time putting in more effort into the areas of life that you enjoy. For example, if you are currently in school and you're studying a major that you've decided that you don't really love, but you feel like you have to finish out this major because you've already invested lots of time and energy into it, that's totally fine. Do what's best for you in that situation. But then find other ways to go after what you're really passionate about. So maybe it's a minor in what you really like. Maybe it's an extra certification program. Maybe it's going to a master's program to study what you like even more. Maybe it's even just dabbling in a couple classes of what you like. Or maybe it's even just teaching yourself The thing that you like more than your major you owe it to you to be focused and consistent and disciplined and go after the things that you love number two value alone time i think a lot of people are scared of being alone and during the holiday season a big big theme is togetherness i am personally pretty introverted So I appreciate my alone time, and that's actually how I recharge. And being alone doesn't necessarily mean that you're lonely. It simply means that you're hanging out with yourself. You're putting work into the relationship that you have with you. So maybe you're spending time in a journal. Maybe you're going on walks by yourself. Maybe you live alone, and you have an evening ritual of cooking a nice dinner for yourself and setting a place at the table for just one And truly enjoying a meal with you as you hang out with yourself. This is a cool opportunity to get to know the real you. The third way is to mind your habits. So make sure that you're getting enough sleep at night. Make sure that you're eating well. Make sure that you're moving your body the way that your body loves to be moved. If there are little things that you love to do for fun, do those things. So if you're really big on painting, make sure that you paint often. If you love to sing in the car, sing in the car. And then Notice when you stop doing the things that you like to do and check in with yourself. If you're big on singing in the car and you haven't sung in the car in a long time, what's going on? What's dulling your sparkle? Look into that. Number four is to let yourself fail. I am terrified of failure. Absolutely terrified. And I'm not afraid to admit that because it's something that most people struggle with. I don't think anybody walks around saying, oh, I love, love failing. It's one of my favorite things but failure teaches us so so much. I like how failure can kind of move the needle to some degree like I think oftentimes we get confused because we think that failure means that we have to take like 10 steps back when most of the time failure it like teaches you a thing or two and then it kind of catapults you to the next level. It's super easy for me to sit here and be like don't be afraid of failure when I am incredibly afraid of failure but Failing at goals, at new things, at old things, at friendships, at relationships, at whatever else, you know, fill in the blank here, is just going to get you closer to the person that you're supposed to be or the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Number five, it's all about language and attitude. Watch what you say around yourself. Okay. I know that that sounds kind of silly, but truly be kind. Like, I was in a yoga class once, and one of my favorite instructors said this if you wouldn't say it to your friend, your mom or your sister, don't say it about yourself. Granted, we can all be kind of like silly and funny around our sisters and our best friends and stuff, but oftentimes we say things to ourselves that we would never actually truly say and mean to the other people in our lives, so why would we say those things about ourselves? Once you start noticing the things that you say about yourself, call yourself out when things aren't very nice. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, okay, that wasn't very nice of you. Like, let's take that back. Let's let's rephrase that Let's say something nice. And then also be sure to call yourself out when things don't add up. Ask yourself, is this the best I can give? Is this all I can do? Am I showing up as my best self today? Number six is to invest in yourself. So spend time doing things that make you feel good. Maybe that's doing your makeup in the morning. Maybe that's going to get your hair done or your nails done. Maybe that's putting on a cute outfit. I'm a big believer in dressing for success, whatever that looks like for you. For me, that's typically Lululemon because that's what I'm most comfy in. But it's always kind of nice to get a little dressed up and stuff too. But I swear I perform my best when I am in athletic clothes and that's just how that goes for me. And I think too, like, Hiring people that can help you achieve the things that you want to achieve is super important too So if you have workout goals and you have the means to maybe you get a personal trainer I know that that's not realistic for everyone But if you have the means to I definitely recommend investing in yourself in that form And then number seven is to try new things old habits won't give you the same results So if something isn't working do something different. I listened to a quote on instagram earlier today and it was from Ed Milette, and he just put out a book called The Power of One More and it's been sitting on my bookshelf and I need to read it but the quote was basically like you never know what will happen when you just do one more so it's one more book one more rep one more podcast interview one more relationship one more encounter one more whatever you never know what will happen when you just do one more You guys know that I'm such a huge believer that everything happens for a reason and I kind of feel like I'm beating the dead horse when I say things like this, but you never know what will happen when you just do one more thing or one more extra thing or go the extra mile or say yes to going out with your friends. You never know who you might meet. Life just has a really cool way of working itself out. So when you start saying yes to things and when you start doing extra, you might end up with some really, really cool results. Alright, you guys, that is going to be it for today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to subscribe. I post new episodes every single day throughout the month of December. I love you guys lots, and I will talk to you tomorrow.